0: Thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of Questions That Entrepreneurs Ask. This is something that I do on a fairly regular basis where I take questions from uh, Quora that have been asked by entrepreneurs, I attempt to answer them based on the experience that I have with the topics that are being presented in hopes that someone gets some value out um, out of what I'm sharing. So I usually pick off a couple, let's get started right away with a good one. Actually, they're all good questions. They're asked by entrepreneurs. So, of course, they're great questions. For business owners that have had businesses fail, what is the best advice you can give someone planning on starting one? Oh, man. Well, for me personally, the list is endless because I have made over 22 years, probably every mistake that an entrepreneur can make. Have I learned from them? I sure hope so. If I haven't then I'm showing other entrepreneurs how to learn from them hopefully. Um, But probably the best advice that I can I can give someone who's planning on starting a business is to actually understand what business you're in. Um, A lot of times what will happen is an entrepreneur will start a business they'll think that they've got it all figured out they think it's the product or the service that they sell and that's the business that they're in and the truth is The business they're in is actually the solution that people are buying and people pay money for a solution and depending on how well they experience that product or that service delivering the uh, solution will depend on how much they're prepared to pay and even more importantly, how much they're prepared to disproportionately pay. it's a great experience and so the simplest example I think would be someone looking to purchase maybe um, an Apple iPhone versus a flip phone um, the Apple iPhone might cost 700 times more but it also gives the customer uh, a better experience for what it is they're looking to do which could be communicate with their friends and their family with the world around them take pictures and videos uh, send text messages and so on and so forth so the best advice Um, that I can give someone who's starting on planning a business would be to actually understand the business that you're in and the problem that you're solving for your customers and then build your business around that because uh, products or services will change and they'll get tweaked but fundamentally the service or sorry the solution that you're providing to your customers will hopefully remain constant and better than that the experience that you're delivering to your customers or your clients will make sure that you are making a pretty good margin on what it is that you're doing and oftentimes uh, my experience is that entrepreneurs forget that the only reason people are paying them is to solve a problem and you can lose sight of that so easily because it's so easy to focus on the product or the service that your business is delivering, um, and you want to tweak it and you want to make it better and you want to improve it. But the truth is, people aren't necessarily paying you for your product or your service, they're paying you for the solution that you're going to provide to them. And that can actually take a little bit of thought. Um, you might have to really think hard about what it is that you're mean you might know your product your service really well but then you've got to be able to step back and say okay but what solution am i actually delivering to my customers that they're prepared to pay for and is my business able to deliver it through such an experience that is so far better than the rest of the competitors in the marketplace that we are able to command a better price for the same thing that we deliver uh, to customers that other competitors are delivering so um, I don't know if that's the best advice that I could give a startup, but certainly that would be um, that'd be on the top of the list. Um, you know, just to throw it in there, I think probably um, uh, the other big piece of advice that I would give is that um, as a business owner, you really do need to understand how you make money. Um, I know that sounds obvious. You buy a product for a or for a dollar, you sell it for two dollars, and you make a buck. But it's not usually that simple as a business. After you've started a business and then you start adding staff and you start adding costs, uh, your business can very quickly um, not make money and so you've got to be able to figure out well how does our business actually make money and then as you get going make sure that you develop some rules or some principles that keep your business on track as it grows and as it's successful because the money you think you're making uh, very quickly disappears and gets moved over to other things that you may not have been thinking about so you really do need to know fundamentally uh, what are people paying for when they come to use us and then how do we make money delivering that solution to them So, I don't know, hopefully you find some value out of that. All right. The next question I'm going to answer is, I'm finding it difficult to manage my personal finances after starting my own business. The business is growing fast, but I can't afford an accountant. What do I do? Wow, this is obviously a great question for an entrepreneur that's experiencing um, a lot of growth. Um, that their business is sort of getting outside of the bounds of what they can handle. And so they're trying to figure out, well, I can't afford an accountant, but how do I manage my personal finances? So I'm not sure if they mean their business or they mean their personal finances, but I'll speak to both of them. So first of all, managing your personal finances I think that's probably one of the hardest things to do as an entrepreneur running a business because really all the, the money that you have personally comes from your business and all of the money that your business is using to uh, move from startup to growth to, uh, is coming from your personal pocket, usually, right? Mortgaging your house, borrowing money, using your personal credit cards, whatever the case might be. So I think... Uh, every entrepreneur struggles with how to manage their personal finances and manage their business finances at the same time. And certainly an accountant uh, is important to help you understand that. But I would suggest that before you go looking for an accountant, you want to maybe be a little bit more clear about the help that you need. Is it help paying bills? Is it help collecting money from people that owe you money? is it running payroll for your staff or for your employees is it making sure that you file your taxes uh, on time with the government because the better off that you can define what problems you're having then the easier it is to find a solution because you you, what you might end up finding especially if if you um, are growing really fast probably means you don't have a lot of time so When you meet with the people that you think can help you, you have to be able to articulate what help exactly do you need because an accountant can cover a lot of bases and an accountant can also do one thing really well but maybe not do another thing really well. Um, So if you need a bookkeeper versus maybe a tax accountant versus maybe um, somebody that can help you cash flow manage a little better, those are all a little bit different. Uh, What do you do though if you do in fact need an account? Well, the first thing you need to do is define the problem that you're having Whether it's in your personal finances or your business finances really make a list of all the things that you need help with and then Either farm it out and I know that there are a lot of uh, Good companies that will do the one or two things really really well like payroll There's a lot of payroll companies out there that you can just simply farm your payroll out to to They'll take care of it for you, they'll make it very simple for you to get the hours or the the information that they require from your staff in order to be able to pay them and they can set all of that up for you. If you're looking for someone to manage your bills and collecting from your customers, um, you might want to look at someone of, you know, something of a part-time bookkeeper that maybe has you know uh, maybe a dozen or so or a handful of clients that they're doing this with um, none of their clients maybe need full-time help but maybe they need a couple of hours a week and so for someone who can who can put a bunch of those types of businesses together it ends up becoming a full-time job so getting a part-time bookkeeper can can help as well so you don't necessarily need to bring someone on staff and in fact i'm a big believer that when it comes to the finance end of your business uh, you probably do want to want to farm it out to other people that can help you because technology has made managing the financial end of your business so easy that to bring it in-house when you're growing and you're trying to keep things under control um, can just simply be a distraction and maybe not be very cost effective so look for other services look for other third parties that can help you with the specific needs that you have but then when it comes to your personal finances it's, it would be helpful probably to speak with whomever the the, um, accountant is that is filing your year-end tax returns, because when they file your year-end tax returns, they can also give you some good advice on how to move money between your personal bank account, your business's bank account, how do you record your personal expenses, how do you take deductions properly, how do you physically, you know, if you're out with your family on the weekend and you use your corporate credit card to pay for gas, how do you then you know, uh, reimburse yourself that or how do you reimburse the company if if it turns out that maybe you shouldn't have been using the corporate credit card for gas but whomever your year whomever does your year-end tax return for your business and hopefully for your personal finances that they'd be the best person to help give you at least some direction on how to manage your personal finance because because that's pretty tricky Um, I have yet to meet an entrepreneur who really has nailed how to manage their personal finances separate from their business finances I mean there's just so much crossover that it can become very difficult uh, to do and certainly when you're in growth mode because you can't always take a consistent income you can't always take a predictable income and so you're usually taking money uh, cash out of the business when the business has it but then how you do that through a dividend through a salary through a management fee uh, all has pretty big implications to both you and your business so chat with your accountant And see what they say about how to manage your personal finances um, and your business finances so there you go there's another one Uh, and then last one for this particular episode Um, be nice to keep it along finance but it's looks like uh, what your what your why for starting your own business and has it changed since you started (laughs) so again if you've listened to a few of these episodes you know that I find the grammar humorous. And I think I laugh because um, uh, people will write it, will write their question how they think it. And I chuckle because that's often how I write things. In fact, I was making some edits to something earlier uh, today and was chuckling to myself because I swore I read it a dozen times. And when I went to read it one more time, um, <laughs> there was some obvious grammatical error. So, anyway, I think it's what is your why for starting your business and how has it changed since you started? This is, I love these kinds of questions and I don't talk enough about them, um, but part of me working with other entrepreneurs over the last couple of decades and fixing broken businesses and that sort of thing is to actually have this conversation. You know, why are you doing all this? What, what, is, what is the point of all of it? And answers will vary. Some people will say I did it because I didn't want to work, I didn't want to have a job. Other people will say I, I found an opportunity um, and I just ran with it. Other people will say, well, you know, I had a bit of a bigger vision than that. I wanted to go out and change the world, I wanted to change a marketplace, I wanted to change people's uh, behaviors or impressions of, of a product or a service. Um, so the answers really vary. My particular why uh, for why I started my business, quite frankly, was because I thought it was incredibly romantic as a as a young person i read a lot of business biographies and was always captivated by the idea that somebody could take an idea and turn it into a physical product or a service that ended up changing the world and so people like uh, henry ford jp morgan rockefeller bill gates uh, richard branson so on and so forth like uh, the whole idea of having autonomy and freedom really resonated with me as a young person I didn't come from means and so for me my why wasn't really about money as much as it was about pursuing something that I thought uh, was just really romantic and very very interesting and how has it changed since I started well it hasn't really um, the autonomy that I enjoy every day, the freedom that I enjoy every day, uh, continues to be why I do what I do. But if anything has changed, it's maybe just um, an iteration off of that, which is now instead of using my autonomy and my freedom for myself, I try to invest it back into other entrepreneurs who have businesses that are in trouble. Because over the arc of my career, having started my business in 2001, I've made a lot of mistakes, I've done a lot of things wrong, I've watched and been a part. Part of lots of uh, situations that haven't worked out and for me uh, I sort of fit naturally in a problem-solving position and so my why is now to continue to enjoy the autonomy and freedom that I've come to uh, to have but also to use it in a way that's going to help another entrepreneur fix or solve the problems in their business and um, I could probably keep going layers deep um, uh, i'm a a christian and so a lot of my why also has to do with what i believe in from a spiritual perspective um, and that keeps me going every day as well but it all centers around the same general idea which is sort of every day i've been given a lot of freedom and autonomy and i want to make sure that i'm the best steward of it that i can be and i happen to um, uh, use that time that freedom that autonomy to help other business owners so that would be my why that's how it has changed or maybe evolved since I've started um, but that's a great question and one that hopefully every entrepreneur has at least thought about from beginning to end you know why would you get into business why are you still in business and then what are you hoping for uh, once it's all been said and done what's waiting for you what's the prize waiting for you at the goal line so Uh, That's all I've got today. Thanks for tuning into this episode. You can post questions on Quora. uh, You can find me on any of the socials that are out there, LinkedIn, podcast, YouTube, etc. And um, post post questions that you think... Uh, I might be able to answer for you or reach out directly and ask me questions. I find that uh, once folks have listened to the podcast, as opposed to these videos, uh, the podcast seems to generate quite a bit of buzz. And so, um, yeah, feel free to catch the podcast uh, on any of your podcast providers and ask your questions. But we will uh, see you on the next episode of Questions Entrepreneurs Ask.